Good morning and welcome to the Estate Agents podcast. Um, we're recording this on a Saturday and uh, we've got an absentee today. Uh, Mr. Overman is not with us, but uh, he's got a good genuine excuse to be celebrating his daughter's um, birthday. So uh, belated happy birthday by the time this goes out on air. But I am joined by uh, Mr. Technology, um, Mr. Stephen Brown, um he's got his nokia 3210 on hand um good morning stephen good morning and there you go you can't all see it but there's proof okay <laughs> so it exists it exists <laughs> so the amount of people so, that, that just call me mr tech now is unbelievable forget stephen brown and they go hello mr yeah. tech how are you what are you going to teach <laughs> us today about tech so it's amazing it's amazing <laughs> I may have to go on the tech well, sometime. Well, this is you. You could uh, you could be running your own tech seminars, but um, <laughs> but forgetting about all that tech, and and I know we make reference to your Nokia thirty two ten, but um, I know that you've you've got a few lessons from from this week that kind of has taught you lessons on how to do things, how not to do things, and I think one of those was around your favourite subject of prospecting, wasn't it? Yeah, I got prospected this week. Wow. Um, <laughs> um, so my car, I think, is coming to uh, an end, the contract, the end of June. And I got a call um, from Kia um, in, I think I got a call, it was about half past six in the evening. Um, and Chewy says hello. So... Um, <laughs> So it was, it was interesting. So I turned the table on him actually. And I said, it's great. Um, thanks very much for calling me. Um, I really want to understand why you're prospecting at 6.30 in the evening. Um, and we had a whole long conversation. So he was trying to sell me a new car and I was trying to understand why they do it at half past six in the evening and how it works and what success rate they have. And he's... Okay. So he said they they do it um, every month. Um, it is at half six. They get, or sorry, from six o'clock to eight o'clock. Um, and yep, they are trying to see if they can, they're telling people about um, new deals they have, new, new um, cars they have out there. They get pizzas booked by their bosses. Um, they all seem pretty happy to do it. Funnily enough, I found out that he's um, looking to buy a property in Doncaster at the time. And um, he's just had his property or his offer. Surveyor's gone in and downvalued it by £20,000. So I was giving him property advice as well. Um, but I said to him, you know, how much um, success does he have at that time of evening? Because I'm always talking about just get it done. And he said, actually, he does have a lot of success between six o'clock and eight o'clock because a lot of people are at home. Um, but again, it's, you know, if, if you are making those calls, one, it's being, it's done because it's scheduled in the diary. So, you know, every single person knew that I think it was on um, Wednesday, he called me, every single person knew in their um, showroom that between six o'clock and eight o'clock on this particular day, they were going to get pizzas, they were going to make calls, they were going to have fun. Um, 
and I think he ended up on the phone for me for 30 minutes. So I had to, apolo- so I had to apologize for him to say that I'm really sorry. I'm sure I've ruined um, your, your prospecting session where you meant to speak to X amount of people in half an hour and you've just had me for half an hour asking you questions about how you do it. But that was interesting for me the time that they did it. Um, that they seemed to, according to him, they got hold of a lot of people at that time because um, people were because people were there. Um, so I found that very interesting. Um, and he didn't sell me anything, but he was really really useful. We talked about um, one particular scheme. Um, within ten minutes, that was sent over. Um, with all the information, all the details, nice little message. Actually, a thank you for me for helping him um, and giving him advice on his property purchase in Doncaster. Um, and it was great. So um, I enjoyed that. And I also had a couple of prospecting sessions last week. And what was really interesting was just one tip I said to people was um, just when you call, and this is not applicants who've got properties to sell, but previous vendors or withdrawals. Um, just leave your name and your number, um, not your company name. And the amount of people that got returned phone calls was huge. Um, just the phone didn't stop. And I had to tell them to call them back in the lunch break rather than interrupt, rather than interrupt the training session. But they were gobsmacked gobsmacked at the amount of people that called so that was one interesting aspect um the second one was um i received an email this week regarding um some landlord events um i think there are about six events that are happening around the country from memory in olympia um at aston villa's ground at old trafford back at olympia um and effectively, they were asking me to um, take some um, some space, exhibit there, um, which obviously I'm not going to do because it's not my target market. But the point is for letting agents um, with the, what the information they sent through, there's potentially over, um, well over 100 to 1,000 landlords attending all these events. And from their research, some of the landlords that, have ten, that are attending have between 10 to 16 properties. So how many people actually, and this is all the letting agents here, how many letting agents are actually going to all these events? Because um, you've got a ready-made audience there. You know, and if you like talking to people, which I hate doing, obviously, and asking questions um, and adding value and demonstrating, you know, what's going on in the letting market, there's a massive, massive opportunity to get in front of new landlords. And I know, you know, we read on all these different Facebook page, page groups, you know, I'm looking for new landlords, I'm looking for new landlords. Um, there's an opportunity. And I remember, I think this guy's name is Chris Stratton, it may be Mike Stratton, and I apologize, on um, LinkedIn. Um, and I'm sure I've seen him mention that there's loads of local networking events for landlords. There may be PIN networks, property investment yeah. networks in your area. And um, there's no letting agents, or very rarely there's letting agents that... Um, that speak there. And again, that's a huge opportunity to turning up and adding value. And I remember 
um, my good friend, most motivational speaker, Mr. Neil Giller, um, who introduced me to somebody who runs these um, pin networks. And um, we had a chat and, you know, and I was just having a conversation about, you know, an agent going along and um, adding value, you know, which, which runs on nicely to, I think, what we were going to talk about that last week, um, you know, we read that electrical tests are going to be mandatory. Um, yep. We know in March there's extension of the Homes for Fitness Human Habitation Act. We know in April that um, there's a change again with a minim minimum energy efficiency standards. We know in April there's um, capital gains tax changes. We also know in April from April there's mandatory, mandatory it's all right for you to say it, mandatory client money protection um, for agents from April. And we also know in June there's extension of the Tenants Fee Act. And we also know that Section 21 will be abolished the I can give up can't get my teeth abolishment yeah that as well um a section 21 so you know going back to the prospecting there are so many reasons there to be getting on the phone to your data bank having conversations with all your landlords being that agent of value and helping them and letting them know and, and Luke when we were talking off there beforehand you gave you know you gave a great point and you do fantastic landlord evenings and you get incredible traction there but you also said what about having landlords um, dropping clinics um, to yep. explain all of these and I think that's a fantastic idea. Oh de no, de definitely and I don't think there's been a better time now and I know you see sometimes on these Facebook groups are oh, all the regulations now coming in I've never known it's such a for letting agents but it's also probably the biggest opportunity that is giving us as agents and as business owners and as lettings negotiators property managers to actually now um, know our business um, provide become the authority and the trusted advisor by knowing about the, the pending changes for the fixed wiring checks, the, the abolishment of the section 21, so that we then become the go-to lettings guru or property management expert. Um, and what better way than doing that with, with your local landlords or running a landlord's event uh, on an evening? It, it can be held in your office. It doesn't have to be held anywhere swish or posh. Um, and just and promote it to to existing landlords landlords in even with other agents get them along because you can guarantee their agents aren't going to be doing the same thing um but it's it's giving you so many opportunities because landlords need to be compliant and understand their uh the repercussions if if they aren't if they aren't compliant and if you're helping them stay out of prison or avoid a up to a thirty thousand pound fine are you not going to be a massive valuable resource for them? 100%. Luke, can I ask you a question? Of course. You'll promise that you don't laugh. Oh dear, okay. <laughs> have, you got, have you got any friends? Uh, I'd hope so. <laughs> Good. And you didn't laugh, but you got a big smile across your face. Any of your friends, are they landlords? Yes. Okay. Do you think any of your friends who are landlords will be interested in maximising their investment? I'm sure they would do. Okay, so I've got a landlord event that I'm having on the 1st of March. Um, would you feel comfortable inviting them 
um, to that event and bringing them along? Yeah, providing I know what it's all about, if, if I get a bit of an idea. Okay, so it's all stuff about the new legislation that's going to add value, make sure they understand all the 320 or different types of legislation. Not that I know them all off by heart, so please don't test me. Um, and tell them, you know, what's happening in the Leicester market with rents, what's happened in the last five, 10 years, a little prediction. We're going to have an accountant there that's going to help them with the new capital gains changes or with capital gains changes that come in in April um, and discuss about the different aspects that they need to know about the tenant fee ban to make sure. So all stuff that's going to help them. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay. So again, simple question. Cost me no money. Luke does have friends. You've heard it here first. And... Okay. Um, and, you know, there are so many people out there that, you know, friends, family and colleagues that actually do know existing landlords. OK, yeah. awesome. But ask them specifically about maximizing. Do you think they'd be interested in maximizing their investment? Because I don't know any landlords who wouldn't be interested in maximizing their investment. Um, and that's an opportunity to go for a coffee, meet them. You're not necessarily going to get their property empire kingdom universe straight away, but if you can demonstrate your knowledge and how much value you can add, then it's going to make a big difference. And over time, maybe they give you one, they maybe give you two, or maybe if you come their trusted advisor straight away, maybe you get their property empire of 15 or 16. Yep. No, Brilliant, brilliant example. And just something I wanted to bring back, and I know we've talked about this previously, but maybe some of our listeners may have missed this, um, is how we can relate that phone call that you had from Kia. Um, so obviously you're coming to the end of, or three years of owning your car, typical time to change for a lot of people. MOTs are due, becomes more expensive on servicing or leases or finance agreements come to an end. But how can we give examples of how you can relate that kind of activity to letting or estate agents. And I know one of the things we've talked about is we're arranging viewings for tenants all the time. And not all of those tenants, unfortunately, end up finding a property with us, but they end up moving into another, another property. Um, now from that, we can probably guess six, 12 months, 18 months, two years, from those dates to give them a call to find out how they're getting on. Um, maybe there's been a family change. Um, the landlord isn't keeping up with maintenance or the agent's not keeping up with maintenance and they're dissatisfied. Uh, they've got a better job now, so maybe they can afford a slightly nicer property or hopefully even buy a property. So they're the kind of calls that perhaps we can be having with those tenants. And sometimes I don't think we see tenants as being as part of that anniversary checkup um, in, in those phone calls, do we? No, uh, and, you're, and you're spot on. And actually the same with buyers who buy through you, sorry, who buy through your competitors, however they buy in your area. So again, you know, one of the things, what are you doing with them? You know, do you send them a, a congratulations card um, you know, once they've exchanged, say, you know, I wish you massive success in your new house. Um, I wish you loads of fun, happiness, joy, whatever. And you send it to them. And if your um, agent who sold it isn't, who are they going to remember? Um, you could take it a step further 
Um, now this may be go far as stalking, I don't know, but you could go on to um, right move and you could see, um, let's take it where we were in January now, see who bought a year ago. Okay, why not send them a card and a data loft report or a home search report to say, congratulations, I can't believe you've been in your property for a, for a year. Here's some useful information. Here's a report as to what's happened in, in your road, in your street, in your area in the last year. Um, as your trusted advisor, local property professional, um, we offer an annual health checkup, just like you would go to a, your dentist and have an annual, annual checkup, your um, optician, an annual checkup, your car that you mentioned, an annual MOT. You know, we're here because this is your biggest tax-free asset and we want to help you appreciate it as well. So um, give you a capital appreciation. So again, that may be another idea as well. Um, to, to help people but then it goes back to the conversation that we had um, with Assad um, about having um, the fantastic systems and processes in place um, where where um, it works for you you know and again yeah. something I think this is going to come out after um, we've spoken to Assad and um, so one of the things he talked about is um, OGAP, which is going, yeah. through every, going through every process and looking right. So, you know, do we have a, do we have a post-completion system or a process with our archived um, applicants or our archived tenants? And OGAP stands for, just to reiterate, outstanding, good, average or poor. No, and obviously we want it to be outstanding and, and, and good. And again, this is bearing in mind that everything we're doing is for the long term. Okay. So yeah, yeah it'd be absolutely amazing if you get that market appraisal. Um, but it goes back to the Matt Steinway um, story um, about, the about the lemon. And yeah. just one final thing I want to end. I just want to thank... Um, Tom McGee, um, who actually sent over, uh, which was really thoughtful of him and really appreciate it, um, a podcast with um, Lee Woodward, who I know Chris Watkins um, has either interviewed or been on his, his podcast as well, who's an exceptional yeah. trainer, um, English trainer, I had over in Australia, um, as well as um, and he interviewed Matt Steinwade. Um, yeah. And one of the things I took away... Um, Obviously, friend, friend of the show. You've been on yeah, the show twice, Matt has. Yeah, and number one in McGrath. And again, actually, if you want the link, send me a message and I will send it to you. Um, so again, test to see how many listeners we've got again. Yeah. Um, but there was some great stuff. And his story is exceptional. Um, and so I won't spoil it. Um, no spoilers on this show, um, but he talked about on the listing negotiate on a listing presentation. Do you ever say, "Can I show you how I will handle the negotiations of your home?" Okay, so we know negotiate. Okay. So we know negotiating is one of the biggest skills an estate agent, letting agent that ask so before people even ask you about will you negotiate on your fee you've negotiated you've demonstrated how you're going to negotiate 
maybe to put that extra 1%, 5%, 10% in their pocket for their biggest tax-free asset or maximizing their investment than any other agent. So Luke, is that something you're going to embarrass me now and say, yeah, we do this on every market appraisal. Okay. that wasn't such a great idea after all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's, I think that's a superb idea. And I know, I think we've, we've done a bit of a, a practice of that in the past, haven't we? Um, where we talk about negotiate because that, I can't remember who it was that said it, but we are paid professional negotiators um that's 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 what our job is and and do we actually demonstrate that uh quite often we probably demonstrate the lack of negotiation when a vendor says uh oh, i don't want to pay 1.25 i don't want to pay one percent oh, okay then and then you wiped out 20 percent of your fee straight away so how are you going to be like that when it comes to negotiating on their most prized tax-free asset um i'd probably as non-effective as what you have been in defending your own fees so that that's where you can also start is is protecting your fee and using that as an example of how you're going to negotiate with with the potential buyer when, once you've got them well and just a little plug and i don't make little plugs very often but um i've seen troy's um workbook and in there there's going to be um a little quiz on negotiation so it's going to be really interesting to see what the answers are and what everybody comes up with as well. Um, so that will help, that will help people. So thank you for everybody who's booked onto the course. Um, you're going to have a lot of fun. So are there still tickets available for Troy Malcolm, Stephen? Very, very few, very few. Wow. So, um, which, is, which is great. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm very grateful for everybody who has booked tickets. Um, but yeah, there's just, um, there's not very many left. So, and be, that's be, the fourth and fourth and fifth of February. Is that right? Yeah, full, full, fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if people want to find out more um, for the must attend event of 2020, how can they contact you? Uh, just, just either via the Estate Agent Podcast page, my Facebook page. Yep. Um, you contact me on LinkedIn. I got told yesterday yep. that um, I was. I was asked to speak at six conferences this year. Um, yeah. I told that I was the only speaker that had their mobile number on LinkedIn, which I find incredible. Um, wow. It made it a lot easier to get hold of me. So actually, another tip today. Um, yeah. Just on LinkedIn. Okay. Um, are you making it easy for people con to contact you? You know, so maybe have you got Luke Sinclair, 077, Property, property yeah. expert extraordinaire of Leicester, Leicester property expert with your mobile in your title, because again, that's yeah. one people seeing it. Um, so make, yeah. if you've got a profile and you don't have your number on there, um, you know, it's going to be hard for people to get hold of you. So make it easy, make it easy for people yeah. to contact you again, whether I it's just... landlords, vendors, um, developers, buy to let investors who are searching you on LinkedIn. Yeah. And just to, to kind of back that up is on your websites, on your meet the team pages, have you got your mobile number listed there? And have you got your email address listed there? Because an exercise I found particularly useful was this time last year when I was researching the agents to go and visit in Australia, I typed their name in, typed in the company into Google. Um, 
so that I could get their contact details. And it was so easy to get their mobile number and their email address so I could directly contact them. Um, so with you being in your, you being the local experts in your area, if a local resident or landlord type that into Google, because we're all lazy, we type things straight into Google and say, Google, give me the results on this. Would that information be readily available? Um, so not a, not a groundbreaking change, but just a small little little change that could make make a big, big, big difference. And you know, it is these little things, these um, marginal improvements having a huge impact, tiny tiny changes having remarkable results. So yeah, just these little things. Well, I think that's a great place to end. Yep, definitely. So thank you very much for everyone's ear this morning. And if you do get an opportunity, head over to uh, iTunes and give us a rating. Um, all the ratings are greatly appreciated. We do look at all the reviews. If you have any questions for future podcast episodes, drop us a line at info at eapodcast.co.uk or drop us a line on the Facebook page or drop either me, Andy or Stephen a direct message and we will look at covering those topics in the future or answering any questions. Any questions can remain anonymous as well as we've had in the past and we'll catch up with you soon. So thank you very much. Brilliant. Thank you. Have a great week, everybody.